Section six of the Maxims of Methuselah. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. The Maxims of Methuselah by Gillette Burgess. Chapter eleven. Unto a woman her conscience is a slave. She forceth it to do her will with what pride she vaunteth her virtue saying lo i know i ought not to tell this thing nor should i divulge it at all but thou understandest her friend cometh with tidings and she receiveth her with joy saying thou knowest that i believe not in gossip nor do i talk mischievously of my neighbour tell me therefore the news and i will not believe it she saith yea i know it well that i tell not always the truth and in her heart she thinketh surely my frankness condoneth my fault i have heard engaged maidens when they said concerning their past lovers yea i thought that i loved him but i was mistaken and many a damsel hath besought her sister to marry a man whom she would in no wise be persuaded to marry herself my son there are subjective kisses and kisses objective there are kisses seen and disgustable and kisses felt and rapturous but the glory of the subjective is one's and the shame of the objective is another's it is not by men that women are betrayed but rather by women lo i observed a prude among sports and the prude was a sport also even as the others fearing to be different from the rest and also i observed a sport amongst prudes her conduct was seemly altogether doth a woman smoke her first cigarette because a man asketh this of her nay but because the other women at the table smoke even at the dove lunch taketh she the first step yet the forward woman is she that is frankest she speaketh her mind doth a woman speak platitudes and hot air behold she is innocent every man judgeth a woman by his own experience alway if she refuseth him he saith lo she is inaccessible but if she consenteth he saith in his simplicity behold so doeth she with every man i say unto thee not by kisses and honeyed words doth a woman measure a man's love but by every deed he doeth she is sensitive to his approaches if he toucheth her glove she thinketh lo this is an advance his love progresseth he examineth her rings and she questioneth herself whether he be enamoured she whom thou lovest must laugh when thou laughest and cry when thou criest for if she laugh when thou criest or cry when thou laughest woe be unto thee my son wouldst thou flatter women i counsel thee avoid generalities say not unto her thou art fair my love thou rejoicest my heart with thy comeliness but let thy words be definite go thou into details for this will cause her joy say unto her love thy nostrils are proud they show thy cast and thine ear is like a sea-shell how cunning are the tips of thy fingers and the line of thine eyebrows naught can match it behold she knoweth her points good and bad knoweth she them all from the greatest even unto the smallest for her mirror instructeth her and she knoweth her frame the excellencies of her rivals she knoweth also and lo if she hath thick wrists 
of every other woman's wrist will she take notice she weareth a number three shoe for it is a comfort unto her yet when thou askest will she say lo a two and a half is my size knowest thou a woman who criticizeth not other women's attire i say unto thee there is not one who cannot point out their faults and advise them what they should wear though she dress like an art student yet she is an authority many a woman seemeth to be trying to convince thee yet it is but herself whom she would convince what is quicker than a woman's mind she leapeth to conclusions and the question thou askest she answereth it not but what she thinkest that thou meanest that she answers she will not be pinned down as a fly entangled upon sticky paper so is a woman who seeketh to justify her conduct lo if thou speakest to her the whole truth she will say ha 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 he deceiveth me he hath not told me the half i will add unto it son say not unto a woman whom thou knowest not lo and beware thy side-combs are falling and a hairpin escapeth from thy tresses it will invite her wrath she will look upon thee with fury she will turn a compliment into an insult in the twinkling of an eye when thou praisest her she will misconstrue thy words chapter twelve go to my son be not deceived by vain signs knowest thou a maiden who showeth all her letters to her mother cultivate her and she shall soon send thee words of fire even as the blower on the fireplace hideth the flames so shall she break forth when her parents scrutiny be removed if thou shalt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee all women shall be as one woman with thee and she easy seek one woman whom thou canst trust and to her who lovest thee best tell thy secrets she will deliver thee from the hands of strange women she will expose their craft and of her who flattereth thee will she make known the reason when thou findest her whom thou canst trust go but return alway smile upon her across the chamber when thou art encompassed about when women admire thee let thine eye seek her out across the dining-table shalt thou make her a sign she shall possess thy secret glance when thou puttest on gay raiment when thou anointest thine hair seek her ere thou goest thy way to the feast and when thou departest therefrom then shalt thou soon return unto her telling thy tale she will interpret thy dreams seek not to deceive her for she who loveth thee is wise and knoweth thy moods put thy trust in her and she will teach thee women's ways it is better to believe and to be deceived seventy times seven than to think all women are false yea it is more of forty if thou suspectest her it is better to leave her than to doubt but to believe and to doubt also it is a bitter torment in my youth i knew a maiden of the land of nod and i loved her and my friends came unto me and said lo she is a devil cast thou her off but i made answer saying verily i wot well that she is either angel or devil for no otherwise could she charm me yet would i think her an angel while i may for i cannot leave her the fool saith in his heart all women are liars but i say unto thee verily two good women friends 
are worth more than a million saints now i went into the chamber of a maiden and there were many photographs on the writing desk and on the mantel and the mirror thereof were many faces but i discovered not mine own and i rejoiced saying lo i am at the head of the procession and on another time i entered the chamber of yet another damsel in her abode i made my way privily and behold my photograph was displayed in a frame of fine gold and i cried aloud in my shame and waxed hot saying alas that i am become a gooseberry for she useth me to her own end i am as the geography of the schoolboy behind which she readeth the story of bloody mike the avenger for she wantoneth with my name fooling her friends end of section six